Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. He never really talks much. Never All right, welcome in on a terrific Tuesday. Justin Acre, Westmore on the road today. We're at War Memorial Stadium on a gray day for the old gray lady here. And it's a great start to a day because in just a little bit, we're going to find out who the Little Rock Touchdown Club speakers are going to be. And, you know, we've already got the official start of football season with camp opening, West, but this feels like the official, unofficial start of football season. 25 days away from the kickoff here at War Memorial. So doubly appropriate that we be here announcing the Touchdown Club lineup. What it does, it just continues to build the hype. You know, there's this hype. It's, it's, a, it's like a, ramping up. You're driving up this huge hill, and this just helps you push it on up to the top. When you start looking at this lineup and hear the lineup, I remember last year at this time when David announced the lineup, and you're just like, wow, that guy, wow, that guy, wow, that guy. And every year we say it, and I hope we say it this year, David's done it again. David's, you know, he's surpassed last year. It's going to be tough after what he had last year, but I can't wait to hear the guys. But it just gives you uh, something that you know on your schedule you're going to be at the Touchdown Club on Monday's Talking Football and the weekend that was and the weekend that's about to be. 661-1037, that's the phone number. We've got about an hour to make some guesses or some suggestions. Maybe David will come up with uh, a last-minute Hail Mary if you've got somebody you really want him to go try to get. But uh, I'd love to hear who you want to come to the Touchdown Club. Who are you most excited to? Who would you bo- most be excited to hear from if they were able to come this year? You can hit us up on the Southern Structural Solutions hotline as well, or text line, excuse me, six six one one zero three seven. That's a five zero one area code, and Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. Uh, so we'll be here until one again, eleven o'clock hour. We'll find out who is coming this season. I know Coach Pittman again. I think kicks things off. I believe he's the first guest. I know he's coming early in the season, so we'll find that out all here in a little bit. we got some more expansion talk. Butch Jones at 1030. He is coming, we know, this season. So we'll talk to him about how camp is going so far. Eli Crane will join us, courtesy of Jackalope Cycling. And uh, we'll find out what he's reading or suggesting we read this week. And then Pat Bradley at 1230 today. We had to move Pat around. We appreciate River City Flooring and Pat for uh, joining the show today. Look forward to getting his thoughts on... Well, we'll have a lot of by then. I'm sure there'll be some of the mm-hmm. Pat will circle on his calendar maybe to come back from Boston and hear from. And we can check on uh, the Team USA. They started playing last night in, in Las Vegas. Bobby Portis is a part of that team. They beat um, Puerto Rico last night. Okay. Uh, I think by like 25 points or so, 30 points. Like 40. Austin Reeves had a good yeah. first half, 40. Yeah. I didn't see the second half. Uh, but Austin Reeves, at, I think at the half, had like nine points and played. Uh, they were, uh, I thought they represented themselves well, Christian. Yeah, I'd say that. Uh, Did you watch, Christian? Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, about three quarters of it. Bobby had 11 We're in 10 minutes, and Bobby Austin Reeves points. had nine in 19. So, yeah, they both, they both played pretty well. Who, uh, who, who, do, who were you impressed with? Who was the best player out there last night? Anthony Edwards. Uh, he led the team in scoring with 15. Yeah, pretty much. He led the team in scoring with 15 points, and then he had uh, he played really good defense, too. So. Um, I would be impressed by that victory, pretty dominating performance, if it hadn't been for the victory that I saw earlier in the day yesterday. <laughs> the University of Arkansas women's basketball team beat in Croatia yesterday 124-12. to That is a legitimate score. That is an actual score. I, I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed in the whoever does the social media for the Arkansas women. Uh, there was a little too much celebration for my taste 
on the social media considering you were playing a team that clearly was totally outclassed, completely outmatched, and thoroughly embarrassed. I, I didn't think celebrating to that level on social media. Although it was good to see. I mean, it really the one thing I saw was Sasha Goforth coming back, and that is a great story. Yep. So I am happy to see her back at it and uh, glad to see her back in action. But, man, it was such a ridiculous domination that, uh, to me, gloating over beating a team by, you know, 112 points is almost silly. What was the first quarter score? Like 49 to 1 or something like that? Yeah. 42 to 1, yeah. I, I, I would say North Little Rock girls would beat that team that they played last night. Oh, I think there are several teams that play high school basketball in the state of Arkansas that would beat them. That's got to be a little disappointing for Coach Neighbors with the scheduling that they would they would get together a group that that's... What did he say last week? He said that it's this is more about the game. It's about the experience. It's about going over there and the culture and, mm-hmm. and bonding as a team and just... Yeah, just going over there. It's not. He, he and he said, you know, I'm playing everybody, and yeah. he did. You look at the minutes, how they were distributed. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a fair shake of minutes. It wasn't like, uh, heck, one of their starters last year played like I think ten minutes. You know, one of their better players from last year. Ellis had 19. Poffenberger had 18. Jenna Lawrence 15. Keats 13. Goforth 12. Dowda had 12. Uh, she's a, she's a player that I would expect maybe to take a little big step forward a little big step a big step forward this year, uh, and uh, Talia Scott had ten so a lot of double digit scores last night. Arkansas had 101 field goal attempts in the game, <laughs> 51 of 101, 13 of 39 from the three point line. They didn't even shoot it particularly well. Mm. 69 rebounds. It's a lot of misses. In Croatia, bricked a lot, but Arkansas probably got plenty of offensive rebounds too. Anyway, that was obscene. We are going to talk a little bit about uh, what's happening on the Hill. Christian, did we get any sound from the coaches yesterday or players? We got, yeah, I sent this to you, but we got some sound from Darren okay, Wilson, which is the secondary coach, and we got sound from Hudson okay. and McLeathern, So, Well, that's great. All right, well, we got some sound from uh, current players coming up in a little bit as well. So our question of the day, uh, uh, I think yep. yesterday we had Go posed that we were going to do who leads the team in receiving, but we actually asked that question last week. I looked it up because it sounded familiar. Uh, the leader in that vote was Isaiah Satania. So I was thinking we mm. could do who will have the second most rushing yards for Arkansas this year because we assume that Rocket Who will have, have the second most rushing yards this year? I think that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you include and KJ. Dominique Johnson. KJ. KJ. She'll probably four. be in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I like that. I do, too. I didn't think about that. What do you have last year? 600? 700? Right at, I think six, around 600, 700. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And was he second leading rusher last year? I would think so, right? I'll have to look that up. Okay. Um, anyway, if you want to join us, we are here. We will be looking forward to bringing you this announcement. We've got a guest coming up at 1030. And uh, that will be Butch Jones. A couple of guests coming on from Simmons Bank as well. David Stoggs that will join us, and Freddie Black will join us today. We appreciate them. Got a chance to go up and hang out in their box at the uh, stadium this year, baseball stadium. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yes. I'd like to go back up there and Great do Great trip, always. Always looking forward to an opportunity. Pat always takes care of us. Thanks, Pat. Uh, looks like we've got a new position to an old position. Trey Flowers officially back now. I just saw a tweet. 33 minutes ago from the Patriots, welcoming him back. I saw that he was in New England hmm. working out with him. I didn't realize that he had been signed. So it looks like Trey Flowers returning to New England. So Trey jumped around a little bit last year. Well, he's in a Dolphins uniform yeah. in this picture, so I guess that's where he was last season. I think it was at the Lions, and they let him go, and then the Dolphins picked him up, and now he's a free agent again and going back to a familiar place. So he'll uh, hopefully make the team and join Dietrich twice. That is a cool story. And Hunter Henry. And somebody said that uh, Yelta Froholt's there still. Really? Yeah. Yelta? I saw and, that on social media. Um, or on fan feedback. The running back uh, from uh, McClellan. Maurice Moody's old running back, member, And he was, went up to North Dakota State. North Dakota. Jackrabbits? South Dakota. South Dakota. State. Pierre Strong, right? played uh, last year with the Patriots. Pierre, thank you. Good job. He went to what high school? McClellan. He played with uh, Moody at McClellan. Okay. When they you know, made it to the state championship game a couple times. Who's the small town kid that went to Lotsack and played? It was a star. Kenneth Dixon. 
Thank Kenneth you. Dixon. Kenneth Dixon. From Strong. Strong, that's what it was. Okay. Um, yeah, see, Pierre Strong, that's where, where you were. That's where uh, I was confused. Connection. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right, so um, I'm confused about a lot of things. Anyway, hi, Matt. Yeah, we're good. Thank you, buddy. Double check. Oh, yeah, sounds so good. Oh, that's some, great. Some good music. We it's can play that underneath while we're talking. Yeah, let me see some jazz. Oh, yeah, play it, baby. Oh, give it to me. Oh, yeah, it's so nice. Relax. I feel like we're about to start uh, Matt Frazier. I was thinking oh. Frazier. Maybe I hear them. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. All right. So, John Gruden's back in the game. John Gruden, of course, started his apology tour last year right at the Touchdown Club. I almost said right here, but it was over the double mm-hmm. tree. Anyway, John Gruden is uh, working with the Saints. Derek Carr and uh, John obviously have a great relationship from their time in Vegas. And he, uh, I don't know what his official role is, but it was a one-off, I thought, because I saw that he was there a couple of weeks ago, but apparently he's sticking around and helping out. And I think it's really smart on the on the part of the Saints. Um, you know, they may have to deal with a little bit of fallout with uh, the PR side of things, but obviously he's a, a very good football mind with a Super Bowl ring to his credit. And I don't know what their thinking is long-term, but... It's certainly good to have him in camp right now. I don't know what his, uh, like I said, I don't know what his role is, analyst, or they're going to hire him in more of a coaching staff uh, kind of thing. I would think they would have done that by now if they're going to do that. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's a cool thing for them. John Gruden, of course, joined us last year here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Christian's got a few cuts from that appearance. That was one of the highlights for me. Was he your favorite guy last year? Oh, man. Who else was great? Marty Smith was Marty really great. Good. Uh, I'm well, not a big Feinbaum guy, I'm but Feinbaum was great. I thought he was great, and especially with us. I thought um, the respect that he just he showed us of what we do day in day out he he recognized that and uh, I think uh, what is it real understands real game uh, recognizes game, game recognizes game yeah yeah I think that's a, a little bit of that I don't know it's the same thing uh, he's collar driven but I'd like to have his money I'd, I'd trade paychecks with him for sure um, let's see. All right, questions up on the question of the day. I like who, that. That's a great question, Christian. Who were all oh, the guests the last, year? last year? I've kind of forgotten. That's a great question. I will get up. Little rock. Oh, okay. All right, let's hear from. Uh, let's give me give me a little bit of Gruden from last year. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm not going to um, uh, say anything but honest things here. I'm ashamed about uh, what has. Uh, come about in these emails and I'll make no uh, excuses for it. It's just it's it's shameful. But uh, I am a good person. I believe that. I, I'm I, I go to church. I've been married for thirty one years. I got three great boys. I still love football. I've made some mistakes, but I don't think anybody else in here hasn't. Uh, and I just ask for forgiveness and hopefully I get another shot. Well, he's got one in New Orleans right now. Kirk yeah. Herbstreit, anybody remember that? Oh, yeah. August 22nd, kind of a big one. I have his book at home, signed. Uh, Ed Orgeron was phenomenal. Ed Orgeron's comments made national news, talking about how they basically was like, you know, give me my $17 million, show me the show door. Me the door. Yeah. Uh, what door you want me to go out of? Paul Feinbaum, Hunter Juracek. Marty Smith was good. We mentioned Peter Burns. I thought was pretty good. Wes was not a big fan. Robbie Bosco, former BYU quarterback. Tim Brando was excellent. Uh, and then, you know, you get your usual... Oh, and then Dari Noka, late in the, the game. And then I missed the, the banquet, Joe Thiesman. Mm. And he was good? Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he was good. He, he, was, he was inspirational. Christian, you were over there, right? You talked to him. Yes, I got to talk to him. Did that you go fun. to the show that day? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so give it to me. Uh, what do we got? Uh, what else you got from, from Gruden? Because he was... I thought he was good. He was fun. He played the game really well, too. Not to mention he was very revealing, I thought, mm-hmm. or at least open. What about at the NFL level? Anything you'd like to see change there? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see a couple things change. Other than the commissioner? <laughs> you no. said that. I didn't say anything. I said it. No. <clears throat> I'd like to see the commissioner change. What else did he talk about? I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say down here? Woo, pig suey. That's it? <laughs> Remember we, asked, we asked him, too, about... Um, whether or not Arkansas reached out, because there was a lot, you know, remember yeah. we were watching the, we were on Red Tie Watch, yes. a lot of money nights. Oh, My wife's day. looking for houses everywhere, bro, just so <laughs> you know. She's looking for houses right now while I'm here in, while I'm here in the Little Rock. Did they ever call you? Did you have a discussion? No, not really. No. Nothing really that, that'll fire you up, but yeah. I remember Jeff Long was the athletic director, and, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of, of, of all college sports, and John did connect me with Mr. Long, and we just... Had some informal conversations. 
Mm-hmm. Informal. Informal. Yeah. There were conversations. Uh, 21 lineup was Vern Lundquist, Vince Young, Terry Bradshaw, Darren McFadden, Eli and Matt. That was fun. Eli Manning yep. and Matt Jones. Um, Austin Allen, Cliff Harrison, Drew Pearson. They were great. Drew Pearson was character. Yes. I did not expect that. He was yes. great. Um, Andre Ware and Quinn Groby together. Walt Coleman was really good. Ken Hatfield came that year. So I'm just looking back over the last couple, three years here. So do we have one? I guess we had one COVID year or not. Must have. We missed a year. Did yeah, we? No, I don't think we did that year. COVID. We didn't do the whole year? No, I remember when it was a big deal when we were finally back. On Fox 16, they announced the 19 lineup. Uh, Chad Morris. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Mallett, man. Oh, man. that uh, What a swing there from that guy to Arkansas legend. Mark Richt was great. Mm-hmm. Bobby Petrino, Dan oh, yeah. Hampton. Yeah, that was Bobby Petrino's uh, yeah, that's what, culpa. He came back and apologized. Yep. Now I'm really sorry. I'd like to tell the whole fan base, my bad. Now I'm going to whoop your ass over in College Station. Dan Hampton, Bill Snyder. Remember Bill Snyder? Yes, I do. We were in that other position. They were in the other room that day. Mm-hmm. He was great. Legendary Kansas State coach. Urban Meyer. Called me radio guy in the elevator. Uh, Bill Montgomery, Arkansas legendary quarterback. Uh, Houston Nutt came back. Let's see. Blake Anderson was still the coach at Arkansas State. He was there on November 4th. Greg Sankey was in town. It's about time to get the commission back, isn't yeah. it? It's been a couple years. Yep. Especially with everything going on, this would be a great year oh, to have the commissioner back. I hope he does get him. David, get the commissioner. Uh, Bill Curry. Herschel Walker. I missed that one. I missed a lot of the banquets, I guess, because I'm usually on the road with basketball. Gruden was still one of my favorites. I just always like Gruden. I hope it. I hope he gets uh, gets another shot at things. I don't know what else to do. I believe in second chances. Um, Raleigh Williams, August twenty seventh. What are he's doing now? I see him tweeting from time to time. Is he time. coaching? Is he involved in football at all? I wonder. I wonder if he moved on. Mean Joe Green, Hugh Freeze, Hunter Urichek, Ed Tutal Jones was great. Yes. Uh, Larry Zonka yeah. was awesome. That was a good year. What else do we get here? Hugh Freeze. Yeah, I mentioned that. That was uh, now he's back. He, he can't come back now. Earl Campbell was amazing. Earl Campbell was great. Steve Atwater, the Hall of Famer. Jim Mora, I missed. Was I there? For the, yeah, I guess I was there for that. And Mac Brown. Um, and then Barry Sanders at the banquet. Yes. Did I miss that? Do we? I don't remember meeting. What year Barry was Sanders. that? I don't remember Barry Sanders. This was in eighteen. What year? Did oh, you come, okay. Christian? Yeah, I I joined in eighteen, so. I must have been doing it. Yeah, well, that would have been 19 for the banquet, like in January or February. Well, he definitely would have been there. Yeah, yeah. I would have been here. I don't remember it either, Christian, so don't feel bad. No, 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 no. We've been doing this a long time. I became full-time in 19. I was part-time in 18. I do do need to thank in advance to Arkansas Urology. They've been great to sponsor the show over there every week. We've had so much fun doing it and getting these guests on. Uh, Going back to 18 here now, I'm looking, or uh, 17, excuse me. Uh, Jeff Long was still the UA athletic director. Uh, Blake Anderson, Steve Campbell, former UCA coach. The National Football Foundation CEO, Steve Hatchell. Dari was with us then. Tommy Tuberville was, was with ESPN at the time. Barrett Jones, he was actually so. I didn't have a lot of expectation for him, the offensive lineman from Alabama yep. who was doing some broadcasting. He was really good. Barry Alvarez was really solid. Bob Stoops, Marcus Allen. Spurrier was the guy. Spurrier is the most disappointing guest, I can say, for sure in the last five years that we've had. I had such high expectations for him, and I thought he was kind of obtuse, uh, a little bit uh, aloof. I didn't really care for him. Hmm. And I'm still mad about the McFadden vote for the for the uh, Heisman. Dan Hampton was great. Ditka was amazing. Ditka is one of my favorites. Ditka is one of my all-times. Ditka was so good, and he gave us a cigar. You weren't there yet. No. That was right before you got there. Yep. He gave me and Pat a cigar, and I've still got the cigar in my office, and i got a good picture with Coach, too. He's uh, That guy is an all-timer, man. I loved him. Of course, he was with New Orleans for a while. Oh, yeah? Remember, he made the, uh, the trade. trade. He traded he every Williams single draft there. pick for Ricky Williams. Yep. Seemed like a good idea at the time, Christian. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, um, And it's funny. We're about to get this Johnny Manziel uh, documentary or whatever. It's kind of a 30 for 30 type that's coming out. Tonight. Is it tonight? Yeah. Or it's out, I guess, right now. I haven't seen it. I need to watch What's that. What's it on? Anyway, Netflix. Oh, is it Untold? Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, must be okay. Untold. There's, yeah, there's a few of them. I think that's right. Um, 
anyway, so it's I've watched the video going around again. You guys have seen this before of uh, who's the Omero oh, Hodge talking about how you know he's a terrible draft choice, and then you had stupid Skip Bayless telling him how wrong he is, and he's never been more wrong, and he's talking about how Manziel's just got too many things to overcome. So I didn't realize it was already out. That's great. I want to definitely check that out. Yep, today's the day. Okay, cool. Um, they got one on Jake Paul. Uh, something about the the Barry Bond scandal, or I guess the doping scandal in general. Talking about Marion Jones, Barry, and others. Uh, I know what I'm doing tonight. Mm-hmm. I did go on Netflix last night. I watched a cute little movie. If you're looking for like a a date night, it's called. I don't remember. <laughs> it was so good. That <laughs> was no, really good. It had the kid. It had the dude that played uh, the younger brother on Yellowstone in it. Um, not a great hint for me about? or Wes because no. neither of us have watched Yellowstone. Happiness for beginners. It's called Happiness for Beginners. Is the name of the movie. It was kind of cute. It was a good. I mean, if you're just looking for a hour and forty minutes time killer with your uh, your special someone, it's a nice mm-hmm. uh, handhold movie. Okay, I think Allison would like it. It's okay. kind of cutesy. All right, we'll check it out. Did you guys ever watch right. Winning Time? Uh, I wa- I watched a little bit of it, and I did see a few episodes leading up to season two coming up. Yeah, yeah, yes. I watched a little bit of it. Season I, two's out now, so just it, I will tell you this: they cast it amazing. I mean, like the guy, the guy that plays Magic is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, John C. Riley as Jerry Buzz. I don't know. He does a good job, but it's funny. I don't know. They were showing the other day when Jerry West pulled out on uh, being the head coach mm-hmm. at the last minute. I don't know. The whole thing is just it's good though. I mean, yeah. I guess I need to watch it, but I don't know. There's just something weird about it. But it is kind of like a. It's almost like a car wreck. I just can't look away. Right. It's not uh, extremely accurate, but it is entertaining. Yeah. Kind of like this show. It's hard for me to overcome the actors as the players. You know, I can't I can't allow myself to imagine enough that that's who they're playing. You know, it just I I can't. It was hard. Yeah. There's not well, a whole lot of basketball played at least. So No, that's a good thing. Yeah, I thought I do think the guy that plays Michael Mike, Yeah, the dude that plays Magic is good. Magic is uh very serviceable if not solid. So I don't know, I'll have to watch more of it to get a really good feel, I guess. I got your numbers for the uh, last season's rushing leaders for the Razorbacks. Mm-hmm. Rocket was the leader at 1,400 yards, 1,443 to be exact. K.J. Jefferson was next. Uh, he had 640 yards net rushing. Of course, in college, they take away the sacks. He had actually rushed for over 800 yards last season, but when you take away the sacks, he netted 640 yards. A.J. Green was next with two four, or 414. Dominion at 293. I bet Dominion's numbers will go. I bet he'll have a net increase percentage-wise greater than anybody else's. Well, you think about it. This doesn't include the bowl game, and Dominion had over 100 yards rushing in the bowl game. That's uh, right before the bowl game, I guess. As of December. Or maybe that does include That includes it. Yeah. Because that's 13 games. 13 games. You're right. So he got a third of his yards in the bowl game. Yeah. Do you here's a here's a sidebar question of the day. Do you want KJ Jefferson to be the second leading rusher or not? No. No. I <laughs> no. want Dominion or Green to have over six hundred and forty yards. I'm yeah. okay. I mean I'd like to have a fifteen hundred and eight hundred and then maybe have KJ run for three or four five hundred if he has to. You know, this has him for hundred and fifty eight attempts. Yeah. That's well, a little over ten well, and he only played sacks. How many games did he played? Thirteen? I mean, not 13. 11 or 11? 10? 11. Okay. So, this doesn't indicate how many of those 158 attempts were sacks. Well, you can look at the sack numbers and figure it out, although I guess some of those might not be him. In fact, I'm sure a decent percentage are probably not him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, plenty to get to. It's 1030. Going to hit a break. We'll come back. Butch Jones, head coach at Arkansas State, will join us on the other side here in the zone on the Buzz Radio Network live from War Memorial Stadium for the Little Rock Touchdown Club announcement. They're about uh, 40 minutes away from finding out who's coming this year. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. Improve and upgrade your home with a True Service Home Equity Loan. Apply online at trueservice.net.
Texas Sports Center. Conference realignment might not be done in college sports. According to ESPN's Pete Dammel, ACC leaders are set to begin exploratory discussions on the potential of adding Cal and Stanford to the conference. Sources caution that the two scheduled discussions are in the embryonic stages. One call slated with the ACC ADs and a separate call with the league's presidents that will play out on Monday and Tuesday. The Pac-12 is down to just four schools now after defections that happened on Friday. Washington and Oregon went to the Big Ten. Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah went to the Big 12. That means Cal, Stanford, Washington State, and Oregon State are all left in the Pac-12. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Arkansas is sizzling, and Saracen's summer of sports cars continues to keep the heat on with an iconic Camaro convertible from Guatney Chevrolet. This is the last year for Chevy's classic Camaro, and Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win one just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. All About Tire Break Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire Break Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire Break Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. in the zone, a little bit behind schedule here. Welcome back. We appreciate you tuning in. Justin Acre, Westmore on the road here at War Memorial Stadium getting ready for the Little Rock Touchdown Club lineup. And we don't know all who is coming, but I do know three guys that will be here. Sam Pittman, Nathan Brown from Central Arkansas, and Butch Jones, the head coach at Arkansas State, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Because, Coach, we couldn't wait for your Touchdown Club appearance. We had to get you on before that. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to uh, talk with you guys. And I know it's a exciting day today when you announce the lineups and i'm just really proud and excited to be a part of that so always been a part of it basically everywhere we've been so always look forward to that time in little rock yeah david does a great job he's got a great team and i'm looking forward to seeing who else he's bringing in we went over the lineup the last few years and it is uh it's been a good run and a good ride and we almost forget all these uh hall of famers we've had on the show over the last couple of years because of their efforts so we're looking forward to another year but First things first, Coach, you got to get a football team ready for the season. So we're early on in camp here. And just uh, give me kind of an update 10 days in or so. Well, you're exactly right. Uh, we're still early in. We finished practice five yesterday. Uh, we have our off day today, but 
we're still in the infant stages of really building our personality, uh, building our identity of who we're going to be and who we're going to become. But I'm excited about this team. I think, you know, from a mentality standpoint, from a culture standpoint, uh, it's night and day different. You know, everybody that comes in, we've had a, a number of NFL scouts already have made their way through coming to practice, and they can notice the size, the speed different, and just the overall mentality. But we still have a long ways to go, but really excited. And, you know, leadership for us, you know, from building this program this year three now, and, you know, we're really developing from the ground up. And so right now still we only have 11 seniors in our football program and 18 juniors. So a total of 29 upperclassmen, so to speak, so their leadership, and then, obviously, I'm really excited about, you know, the back-to-back classes we've been able to bring in the last two years. Really excited about this class. A lot of kids from the state of Arkansas that have really showed up as true freshmen are doing a great job. It's their first lap around the track, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, I like uh, I like their skill set and I like their mentality. And I like their character and their competitive character as well. Coach, we, in fact, had someone on our uh, text line uh, tell us that Cedric Hawkins from Stuttgart was really uh, shining in camp early so far. Uh, of course, I haven't been up there to see that from my own eyes, but uh, can you give us a report on him? Yeah, Cedric's doing a really good job. and You know, he's had a really, really good summer, and he's come in, and again, it's all about character and competitive character, and that's what he has, just like the rest of the players as well. So we're excited. He brings another dynamic in terms of speed, elusiveness and toughness so we've been really excited about him well we've waited a couple of questions before we asked you about your quarterback so (laughs) i'm gonna break i'm gonna break it and end it right there uh what do you see out of your quarterbacks well i think you know i'm excited about all three that are competing for the job with jackson daly who we were able to redshirt last year but he had the ability to play in the four games Jalen Rainers, the true freshman out of North Carolina, who's really, really benefited from being an early enrollee in the in the spring, and you could see it. He does not look like a freshman. Uh, he has another element of the ability to also run the football. And then J.T. Stroud, our transfer from Tennessee and Colorado. And I think for us, we need all three to get better. As you know, you need more than one quarterback. But we'll take our time, and when really when it happens, it happens. And that's what I've learned is you never rush these situations. We need all these individuals to grow and continue to get better. And then when it happens, it happens. We never put a timeline on it. Coach, when you say you need more than one, sometimes you, you needed more than one in the same game at times. Do you anticipate playing two guys in, in, a, in a game or maybe having packages for certain players and, and using more than one quarterback? Yeah, if that comes to that, you know, we'll have some different packages for, you know, some of their skill sets. But, you know, everywhere I've been, I always like to kind of hone in on a starter and let that be the guy. But, you know, the next guy is one snap away and the next guy is two snaps away. But, you know, if they earn the right to play, then they'll play. Uh, But, you know, for right now, we just want them to focus on the process of being the best that they can be every single day and you know when when you we always use the analogy compete don't compare and the thing about these individuals is they're very very competitive but they also work well as a group they coach each other up so uh, i've been excited i see the progression from practice one to practice five with everything that they've been able to do so you know we just need those individuals to get better and then we'll make a decision when that time warrants Talking to Butch Jones and the brand of moving in storage hotline, getting ready for the upcoming season for Arkansas State. The Red Wolves open September 2nd at Oklahoma before they get to host Memphis for their home opener on September 9th. I know it doesn't impact you guys this season, Coach, and the Sun Belt hasn't had any activity as far as movement goes, but uh, what are your thoughts on all this craziness happening with expansion and movement from these teams around the country? Well, it's really kind of hard to put your head around it at times. And I think that's just kind of the lay of the land right now and the landscape that we're in. And I've been so focused on us at Arkansas State, but I got a phone call a few weeks ago that told me this was going to be happening. And I think, again, it's the ability to really adapt and adjust. I think the great thing about the Sun Belt is we've kind of really kind of stayed true to who we are in terms of regional rivalries all the things that go into making of a conference and, you know, playing in the Sunbelt Conference, I think absolutely the best group of five conference 
and really I think with expansion and everything that goes into it now, you know, a lot of these jobs, a lot of these institutions, a lot of our programs in the Sun Belt would rival some of the, the lower Power Five programs at different conferences. And I think if you just look at the, the, the recent activity of the results that we've had, and, you know, I always say it's a mini SEC. Um, you know, I have such great respect for the SEC and being in that conference for nine years. And when you come to the Sun Belt, it's kind of a lot, maybe scaled down version. It's all relative. But it's really the same philosophies, great fan bases, great supportive fan bases, but also the administrations and then the recruiting bases that you have. So it's a very, very challenging conference, to say the least. Coach, a big story across the state last week and late last week was the, the weather, the heat. Did it change uh, y'all's plans and what you were doing? No, it didn't. Uh, we changed our training camp routine last year and we practiced in the morning. And so we were able to kind of beat the heat. Now it was still hot out there, but we got a little break yesterday. We went in the stadium. We had a great, great wind behind us. And so, you know, it was great, but we need to practice in the heat. When we go play at Oklahoma on ESPN, 11 o'clock, the first game out of college game day, we got to be ready to go. And then there's a different humidity factor when you play on grass as well. But for us, we've been practicing in the mornings and we'll switch it around. We'll also have some evening practice to kind of simulate uh, some starting times at 6 o'clock. You know, we're excited about September. We have three home games in September. First time we've had that, and all three start at 6 p.m. So there's also getting, you know, used to playing under the lights and all that. But the heat really has not affected us too much. Yesterday we had UAPB's new head football coach on, Alonzo Hampton, and I asked him about being picked last in the SWAC and how, you know, they, they are. They know about it, and they're using a little bit of motivation, but he said they're not worried about it because, you know, that's on paper, and then no games have been played yet. You guys were picked towards the bottom of the Sun Belt. Uh, is that something you use uh, to the guys, show them those, uh, those predictions and, and use it as motivation? Well, our players are very aware of that, but really – we're responsible for what we create on a daily basis. And so really, it's more about us than what we create. We trust the process. And, you know, a lot of times these predictions are based off of what last year's teams did. So, you know, I've learned over the course of time, you really don't spend too much time thinking about it. You know, you have so much to working with this football team. And that's the exciting thing about college football is no two teams are ever the same. Every year is a new opportunity, new leadership, new roles for players in your program. Obviously, now with the transfer portal, uh, your faces change quite frequently. So no two teams are ever the same. So for us, we've just got to work to be the team that we want to be. You know, I see the complete change in the culture and the program and players that want to be here and they want to compete in their work capacity every single day. They understand the expectations, the principles and values we have. So it's been really very encouraging to see all that happen. But as we all know, it gets back to understanding and playing winning football. We need all nine position groups to learn how to play winning football. I think we're on the verge of doing that. But it's the small details. And I thought, you know, we took some major strides last year. We had the lead going into the fourth quarter eight times. I've never been a part of anything like that before. Mm. But we just didn't have enough competitive depth, quality depth to finish games. So we got ourselves so we were competitive. We're the first year. We were non-competitive. We were just looking to field a football team. Didn't really know where we were at or where we were in the structure of the Sun Belt Conference. Year two, uh, we kind of knew now where we were at. You know, recruited a little bit differently from the high school ranks, and now it's year three. And the way I look at it, year one was year zero. Year, uh, year two was year one, and now we're embarking really on the second year of our program. So, Coach, two wins, then three wins. I'm assuming four wins is not going to make you happy this season. Uh, what, what, you know, and again, no. I don't think anybody, anybody's expecting you guys to win a national title. And obviously going from three wins to winning a, even a Sunbelt Conference title with the competitive teams that are in league, I mean, you get some really, really good mid-majors in there with, you know, Coastal and App State. Obviously, it's a, it's a tall order. Troy was great last year. They're picked, I think, to win your division. Um, what, what's a bare minimum for you? What's a, what, what defines a successful season for you? Well, you know, a lot of people have always asked that, and I think it really comes down to do we underachieve or do we overachieve? I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, I'm excited. I think we've really added to our talent base from the high school ranks, but also from the transfer portal as well. 
But I think for us, you know, can we be a team that overachieves? And, you know, I never look at win totals. I never look at anything like that because so many things go into managing the natural adversities of a long football season. But I know we're much better than when we came here. I know we're much better from a talent standpoint, from a depth standpoint, from a youthful standpoint, and just an overall mentality. But, you know, I expect us to be greatly uh, improved in all in all phases of our program and the way we play football and the way we go about it. So I'm very encouraged by what I see. Coach, we're going to run. I appreciate the time very much. We will see you here in Little Rock coming up here in the not-too-distant future. Good luck to you uh, in the rest of camp, and hopefully we can talk to you before you guys kick it off with Oklahoma. Well, I'll tell you what, it won't be long till it's October 9th, so that's right around the corner. But appreciate for all that you do and Wolves Up and look forward to seeing everyone in Little Rock. All right, very good, Coach. Thank you so much. All right, that is Butch Jones. Um, we are up against the break here, but I'm going to squeeze Rebecca in real quick. We've got a guest coming up from Simmons Bank in a moment. They are our host today here at War Memorial Stadium. What's up there, Rebecca? How are you? Sorry about the wait. I'm fine. That's okay. Three three things. I'll make them quick. First off, Raleigh Williams, I believe, is in Texas, and he's now a sports agent. Secondly, you were talking at the end of yesterday's show about how they decide who's going to be on quarterback. I don't know about Mariota or Cousins, but when Patrick was asked, he told he told Peyton he would only do it that Peyton would have to be the one to talk to Coach Reed. And if Coach Reed gave the okay, then he would do it. So that's how Patrick got on it. <laughs> and then the third thing, I would love it if David would have Laura Rutledge or Mina Kind as a guest for the Touchdown Club. Y'all have a great day. Bye. You know what, Rebecca? I think that's a great idea. Actually, I'm a huge Mina Kimes Mina fan. Mina would be he would be great. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Uh, Samantha Ponder would be great. She's been around the game a long time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if he did, uh, there's a handful of, of notables I think that people would be thrilled about seeing. And by notables, I mean notable female broadcasters or people around the sport. You know, he already had, uh, we had Jerry's daughter over here a few years ago. Jerry Jones is dog. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. When I say Jerry, who do you, who else? Jerry Mathers is the beaver. No, yes, Jerry, Jerry Jones. Seinfeld. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's yeah. daughter. Uh, no, but uh, anyway, I don't know. Who, th- he had uh, one sideline that your dad really likes. Didn't she come? That, no, Maria. Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. I guess I was thinking of someone else. I don't know how many. Have we had more than one female? Has Holly Rowe been presenter? Yeah, Holly was great. No, she, she wasn't. Was, uh, that was the basketball tipping. Tipping oh, tipping yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. That's right. right. She was she great. Was, yeah. She but was. she was not part of Touchdown Club. No. Hmm. Hmm. I guess not. Yeah. You know, it'd be fun, a fun day. You can't get them probably, but a couple of uh, football wives. You know, I really enjoyed seeing the wives' perspectives, other than Brittany Mahomes, who I can't stand, um, during the quarterback show, yeah. though. I mean, Mariota's wife, you know, dealing with his getting bent and then the injury and that kind of thing. And then and she wasn't really prominently featured in that part. No. But she helped him prep for games. No doubt. And then Kirk Cousins' wife was great. Awesome. You know, but obviously, look, Brittany gets him a nerve, but she plays a key role. I mean, the wives are, whether it's coaches' wives or players' wives. And there's a lot of more different angles, but, you know, David doesn't care about women, so I doubt he's going to fight it. <laughs> anyway, 1049, i got to hit a break. Be right back. We're going to talk to our uh, guest here from Simmons Bank. Stay with us. We're back after this. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Maumel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Fellas, 
Clint Sterner here. Let me get your attention real quick, man. If you've noticed a lack of energy or a lack of motivation and drive, it could be low T. What's that mean? If you want to get back to feeling your best, you need to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center ASAP. It's quick, it's easy, and now it's convenient. Low T Center offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, they'll ship your treatments directly to your house. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. When the device they called the gadget was hauled in the middle of nowhere in the New Mexico desert, the brilliant scientist responsible for it didn't know if it would work. But when the explosion lit up the sky like the noonday sun, Robert Oppenheimer quoted from the Bhagavad Gita, I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. Christopher Nolan's amazing new film walks you through the Manhattan Project in a welcome respite from all those insipid comic book movies. Do yourself a favor and check it out. And then check out Doublebees for some hot and fresh Renoco bean-to-cup coffee. You can grab your favorite roast or a great cup of cappuccino. Doublebees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. On your way to the Little Rock Airport this morning, while you're away, we're pampering your car. We can fix or replace your windshield, even help file the insurance claim. Imagine returning home to a car that has been washed and detailed, plus had an oil change, brake inspection, even a tire rotation. And if you return to a dead battery or a flat tire, we're there to get you back on the road. Fast, secure parking for less than municipal airport parking. Expressway Airport Parking, left of the airport entrance. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. We want to talk to you. Give us a call at 661-1037 or hit the guys on Twitter at JustinAcre7, at Wes underscore more, or at CWeaver1037. Now, let's get back into the zone. 10.52, we are here anxiously awaiting the... Little Rock Touchdown Club lineup. Justin Acre, Westmore, and the Wizard is back in the Oakland Race Casino Resort studio. We saw Wayne Smith here, the GM of Oakland, a little bit ago, and he's hanging out and getting ready to hear the lineup. He probably already knows because David and him are tight. You know, David, David, uh, he, he kisses up to the right people. And we're joined by David Stogsdale, who also apparently is familiar with who is on the lineup. And we have breaking news, not naming names. But we are going to name genders. We've only had one female speaker ever at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, and you're telling me we're going to have number two. Could happen. Could happen. Could now, happen. You're going, now you're going vague wow. on me. All right. Well, listen, I don't think you're giving anything away. Um, I, I won't even ask you to tell us if one of the women that we've talked about already is on the list. <laughs> but you can tell us if you want to. I'm not going to reveal. I'll, I'll leave that to Baz. That's his, I don't want to steal his glory, but the lineup's good. I've seen it. Okay. Uh, somehow he does it every year. Uh, re-ups for somebody big, and he has done it again. Well, he does a remarkable job. I know it stresses him out. And, I, look, I'm just trying to get people together for Countdown to Kickoff, which was its own level of stress. But uh, trying to get people in for the Touchdown Club where you're having to fly people in from all over the country, it's a pretty remarkable undertaking. David does a, a fine, fine job. Uh, what's going on with, with Simmons Bank at this point in the year? What are you guys working on? Well, it's been a been an interesting, challenging year, but um, as most people see in the market, rates are high. Uh, hopefully they'll cliff at some point, but we've had a good year, and you just kind of stick to our core, um, the basics that we've done for over 100 years, and the Touchdown Club is kind of a, an example of something we do in our communities, and we touch a lot of people here in Arkansas. Cool to see kids coming in from different high schools around the state where we serve in those communities, so it kind of just um, it gels all that together, but yeah. we're excited to do This is our seventh year. Um, and so it's been just a good partnership. We've heard about uh, just one banking question. We've heard about you know people being a little bit wary maybe of moving if they've gotten locked in at a good rate and maybe not uh, wanting to get out of that rate. From a commercial standpoint, rates similar? Or are you seeing any you know people wary of trying to get into a new building or, or make moves because of the interest rates? Yeah, I think it's it's more about does the projects do the projects work? Um, I think there are opportunities out there, but it's just. It's requiring more equity in a deal because rates are higher. But um, we still have clients that are very active, and we've had a good year here in Little Rock, and 
Um, I think that'll start to pick up even more into the fourth quarter, first part of next year. Uh, it's kind of just been hunker down. Let's take care of our clients who we have and hopefully pick up a few new ones along the way. But um, I'm optimistic. I actually think the next 18 months are going to be good ones for us and where we kind of uh, take advantage of kind of where we are in the market. I know that's not your area of focus, but Simmons really has aligned itself more than most banks with sports. I mean, here at the stadium, they put your name on yep. the stadium. Yep. We've talked about the golfers you guys have sponsored. You Memphis. Know. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So yep. Uh, why, why do you think that makes sense for Simmons? Well, I'll just use, uh, like, the women's athletic sponsorships that, we, that, we've, that we've done. Um, for us, that's a, that's a great recruiting tool. You know, you look at, like, a female athlete and what they're having to juggle with school, sports. They're not getting, you know, a lot of the money that maybe a male sport is getting. And so they're, they're having to do probably more uh, than your average athlete. And so you talk about those people are graduating. That's the kind of people you want to recruit, you want to bring on as employees. So that's been a... A really cool sponsorship for us. Um, you know, Liberty Bowl in Memphis is cool just because it's, uh, if you guys are like me, we've, we've gone to bowl games there and it's close and it's basically kind of Arkansas for, for me, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, to me, having played sports my whole life, there's a lot that you can pull from that, um, the kind of character that comes from athletes and, um, you know, people are always into it. It's, it Regardless of where you bang, people are into sports, and you kind of can join the two. It's, it, it works for a good deal. When you look at what you've done in uh, with golf, I, I played with Glenn Day yesterday and uh, Ken Duke and uh, Zalatoris, and then, of course, the event in Nashville. Yeah. What has golf meant to Simmons? Well, it's been – I think it has taken us from um, an Arkansas bank and, and really made it more of a strong regional brand um, – you know, Brent Snedeker has kind of been added to the roster this year, and he started to play really well the last uh, 30 days. And that partnership kind of came about through the Simmons Bank Open in Nashville, which is uh, is going to be in September this year in Nashville. Um, for lack of a better term, on the Corn Ferry Tour, it's a, it's going to be a major. Um, and so that's going to be a really cool event for us. It's been in, in May in the past, and so we're excited about that one coming up. And it's just been a a good way for us to kind of get our brand out and get people to to know what most people in Arkansas kind of already know. It's gonna be cool when you're watching golf on oh. the weekends and you oh, see yeah. somebody with that Simmons on their on their shirt for you. Yeah, yeah, we had a golfer that was in the Open Championship this year. He, he qualified. Zach Fisher. Yeah, that's our guy. He came in the studio the other day. Yeah, hole in one in the practice round, yep. made the cut. Um, so that's pretty cool. That that's is. A, that's it's fun to watch that and see see the logo on TV. Get back to good horse. He seems like a good dude. He's got a great future ahead of him. Great guy. Great guy. David, thanks for being with us, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you guys at Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. All right, we're about ten minutes away from finding out who's coming this year for the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Can't wait. Stay tuned. Much more ahead. Red White Report after the break. Pat Bradley later in the show. Uh, we've got another guest coming on from Simmons Bank and uh, much more to get to here in the zone. Uh, stay with us. Arkansas is sizzling, and Saracen's summer of sports cars continues to keep the heat on with an iconic Camaro convertible from Guatney Chevrolet. This is the last year for Chevy's classic Camaro, and Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win one just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. 